Ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is a special guest come to talk to, to you about our favorite promotion from across the Pacific Ocean, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ethan, we are coming to you from Above the Ring, Ship It Studios, Premier Wrestling Podcast, covering all things from AEW to WWE Worldwide, coming to you Monday morning, Turner Time. We're coming to talk to you guys. It is Wrestle Kingdom Week, January 4th, Tokyo Dome show happening this week. Ethan, a uh, big fan of ours, big friend of ours over on uh, Twitter. Hey, how are you doing? Are you excited for uh, this event coming up? Oh, yeah, brother. I can't wait. One of my favorite uh, times of the year. I'm I'm the same way. It's uh, I think ever since, honestly, I know a lot of people who some people listen, they've probably watched it way before, longer than we have. Uh, for me, obviously, it goes back to, I think, 12th where, you know, Kenny Omega and uh, Kazuska Okada, you know, the infamous match that, you know, shocked the world. Uh, ever since then, it's been a just been a joy. It's, it's a different monster from WrestleMania and any other event in wrestling, in my personal opinion. But this year is going to be good. There's some real cool things, some real exciting things, new things happening. But I'm going to, Ethan, throw it over to you. Let's talk about, uh, we want to talk about Road to Tokyo Dome. We want to talk about New Japan Strong. I'll just let you uh, hop right in that and give us the results from the most recent shows. All right, so we're going to start with Thursday, December 22nd, 2022, from Tokyo, Japan, Corrigan Hall. This is the first day of uh, Tokyo Dome. We had eight matches. So the first match, we had one half of the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Francisco Kira defeat Young Line, Kushi Fujita, eight minutes and four seconds via Speedfire. This match was actually pretty good. I gave it about five out of ten. And then the second match, you know, I'm part first Young Lions part two. We had Aaron and Hari defeating Yudo Nakashima, nine minutes, 23 seconds via Ultima. I give this one match also five out of ten. Then we had third match, Gray Okong, Gray Okan, who is the current Rev Pro British Heavyweight Champion, defeat right Ray Oyoa, eight minutes, 43 seconds via head and arm choke. That the final match, I get about six out of ten. Then the fourth match, it was Jeff Cobb. He was supposed to face Oscar Lube, but he had uh, COVID, like fever. So Tom and Hama had to fill in. Jeff Cobb beat him at eight minutes and 53 seconds via Tour of the Islands. This match, I gave six out of 10. Fifth match, we'll preview uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which we'll get to later. We had LIJ's Tissa Unido, the KOPW 2022 champion Shingo Dekagi, and Sonata, they defeated. Shida Umino, Satoshi Kojima, who is one half of the GC Tag Team Champions in Pro Wrestling Noah, and Togi Makabe in 11 minutes 51 seconds via Lashley Dragon on Makabe. It's just a pretty much a preview match. I give it, I give that one six out of ten. The sixth match, we had Dangerous Techers, Taijin Sack Saber Jr., defeating Jado and Ren Renita. Narita, 10 minutes 41 seconds via uh, Yokozuna Obo. It was just a preview match for the TV title. Tour match, which we'll get to later between Noray and Sabre Jr. That match I gave 7 out of 10. Our seventh match of the first day, we had a Fatal 4 tag match featuring the four men in the uh, Junior Heavyweight Tall Fatal 4 match at Wrestle Kingdom. We had uh, Suzuki Goons, El Desperado, and Yoshibato Katamaru defeat 6 or 9, Master Wild Rage Gate Gucci. LAJ's Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi, and Bullcoffs' Junior Heavyweight Champ Taji Shimori and Ghetto in 8 minutes 48 seconds via Pinche Loco on Ghetto. This match, Sam, if you have time, go check it out. I give it 7 out of 10. Okay. And the eighth and final match, the main event, we had Chaos's 2022 G1 Climax winner, Kushishika Okada, and one half of the Super Junior Tag League winners, Yo, Hiroshi Tanahashi to defeat Suzuki Goons, Muro Suzuki, Lance Archer, and Doki. 20 minutes, 51 seconds via direct drive on Doki. This match, I gave 7 out of 10. And same, this one, I would go check out as well. So the last two matches are definite watches? Yep. And if if I had to say, like, a non-tag like match out of the first four, I would go check out Akira and uh, Fujita and Grey Ocon and Iowa. Okay. Okay. I will definitely keep that in mind for uh, reference. Give me something to watch throughout the week. Yep, and then on day two, Friday, December 23rd, pre-Christmas Eve, also still from Tokyo, Japan, and Corrigan Hall. First match, we had two-thirds of the number of openweight six-man tag team champions, House of Tortures, Sho and Yuji Takahashi, defeated Yuto, Yuto Nakashima and Jado. Jado replaced in Oscar due to uh, fever. 
Six minutes and two seconds via Pimp Juice on Nakashima. Skip. Three out of ten. Mm-hmm. And then we had K- second match, Chaos is Toriyano and Tomohiro Ishii defeated Kusuya Fujita and Ryo Oyoa. Nine minutes, 11 seconds via Boston Crab on Iowa. Fun little match between the Young Lions and Chaos. I give it about six out of ten. Third match, eight-man tag. We had United Empire's junior, one-half junior tag champs, Francisco Akira, Aaron Gray O'Connor, Jeff Cobb. Defeat Great Bash Shield. That is the team of Togi Makabe, Tomagahama, team up with Tiger Mask and Ren Rita in eight minutes and 21 seconds via Fireball and Tiger Mask. I gave this match 6 out of 10. Fun little eight-man tag. Uh, fourth match, we had LAJ's KOBW 2022 team, Shingo Tagagi and Hiroma Takahashi defeat House of Tortures, number open-weight six-man tag champ, Evil, and Dick Togo in eight minutes, 49 seconds via Slime Larry on Dick Togo. Skip. Two out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my God. I'll, we'll talk about it later. Uh <laughs> Fifth match, the 2022 World Tag League winners, Bishamon, that is Horoki Goto and Yoshihashi. Defeating Tenkochi, 10 minutes and 11 seconds via Shoto on Hiroshi Tansen. I give this match 6 out of 10. This match, Sam, I would go check out as well. It was a fun little match. Okay, okay. And then sixth match, we had the six-man tag. We had LIJ's Tsuya Naito, Sonata Ibushi, defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi, Rusuke Taguchi, and Shira Umino. This is pretty much the preview of the six-man tag at Wrestle Kingdom just without Keiji Muto and 10 minutes and 56 seconds via Destino on Taguchi. This match I gave 6 out of 10. wasn't a bad six-man tag. It was just probably watch the match we're getting at Wrestle Kingdom just switch Muto with uh, Taguchi. Okay. And then seventh match, we had Chaos's uh, Kishishka Kanyo team up with Mashiro. They defeated Bullet Clubs' Junior Ever Champ Taiji Shimori, Ghetto and Alpha Tasmo, 12 minutes and 15 seconds via direct drive. I give this match 6 out of 10. And the eighth and final match, Suzuki Goon's final match. Oh, this was hurt. This was sad to watch in a good way, but I'll get to it in a sec. So we had the the Danger Checkers, Sex Saber Jr. and Taiji, they team of Yoshikuma, Barakamaru, and Doki. They defeated Murar Suzuki, Lance Archer, Al Desperado, and Taka Michinuku. 19 minutes and 11 seconds via sack driver on Minoru Suzuki. Sam, go check out this match. I give it 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. This wow. match was great. The story just where it's the final match, Suzuki Goon. They all took turns on Suzuki. But this match, when you get a chance, go check it out from day two. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I'll be uh, definitely checking that one. I remember that was when that was announced they were they were breaking up and i was definitely very upset very uh heartbreaking uh just out of curiosity you obviously you follow this a lot more than i i'm able to is this leading towards suzuki eventually retiring i know he's in his what mid 50s at this point he's about mid yep yeah. so a lot of people think that but he said after the match like, he's not retiring until he wins the iwgp world heavyweight title to be honest i love him the murder grandpa but i don't see him winning the IWGP World Heavyweight title. He could prove me wrong, but I I love don't get me wrong, love some murder grandpa, but I just I just don't <laughs> see him winning the title. I'm sorry, I I just don't. Yeah, no, maybe maybe it comes to a point where he loses uh, again. I'm gonna speculate. We'll we'll do some uh, some fun little booking here. I can see it being like that where he wants the title, and at some point he's like, well, if I can't have the title, you know, either the title or my career, you know, that'd be a ba- great way to uh, go off on a swan song, you know. Yeah, and then we also got the return of uh, Takashi Ishiga as they did a group photo and he came out, basically got his iron fingers back from Taijin and left after taking the photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to watch that. Uh, again, it's been crazy, but like every time I come across something or I'm, I'm, I'm caught up on something or obviously I have them on Instagram or on Twitter, there's always something. And I'm like, damn, I really got to get back on this train. I really just got to like, in my absolute lack of free time, you know, <laughs> throw on more new Japan, you know, and keep track and just watch all the great, great eventful stuff going on over there. Oh my God, brother, you're missing man. But out of the day too, I, if I had to pick just one, I would go just check out the Suzuki Goon match. I don't say, I don't cry much, but that, that one brought me a tear. Ugh. 
Okay. I'll definitely, I'll keep that, keep that in mind. So actually I, it, it was funny when you brought this up though, you said you want to talk about the new Japan strong. I was like, wow, they're really, they're going to incorporate some of the stuff that they've been doing over in uh, the States on the fourth. So I'm really curious on what's going on over there with these results. Yep. So I'll bring up strong. So this is the dead nation tour, the fourth and final day on Christmas Eve, Saturday, December 24th from Hollywood, California at Fairmont. Opening match, we had Lindsay Dorado and Mascarad Dorada, formerly known as Lucha, tag team as Lucha House Party. They did beat C Ford as Guillermo and Rosas and Cody Chung, 10 minutes and 35 seconds via Shun Star Press on Cody Chung. I reviewed the show this morning. This was a fun little tag team match. I give it 7 out of 10. That I would go check this match out, same when you get a chance as well. Okay. You're probably going to hear me say that a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's uh, what I've always known about New Japan. And again, I don't, I don't know, you know, age difference or whatnot, but I remember when I was younger and all the WWE books were coming out. Anytime in their books, whether it be Stone Cold, whether it be um, Mick Foley or anybody, anytime they talked about going to really hone their craft and just do like, like really learn the business and learn how to wrestle. They always went to Japan and new Japan is always mentioned, always, always mentioned. So the fact that we have access to watch it and to see the wonders that they put on over there. Um, yeah, I just need to, I just need to suck it up this year. 2023. There's a resolution right there. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to, I hope I'm going to keep you to that, Sam. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, well, I mean, well, if people don't follow me on Twitter, I help out above the ring with the New Japan results. I've been starting doing that since Super Junior World Tag Week. That was twenty shows. Oh, man, that's 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 not that's dedication. That's dedication. You know, I know because they don't just do obviously that they do the G one. They have the super best of the Super Juniors. I was talking to Scott. I'm like, they have a women's title now. You definitely know there's going to be a um, there's going to be a women's tournament at some point added to the, the whole mix. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, they decided to talk. So they have the G1 new Japan cup, best super juniors, G1, sometimes to bring super junior tag league, which I think they're probably going to do a world tag league, but they're, they'll probably do a women's, uh, tile match, but I'll get more to that. Or sorry, women's tournament. When, but I'll get more on that when we get to the predictions there. Okay. Uh, second match, we have Bobby fish somehow still getting booked. Uh, defeat Kevin, <laughs> Defeat Kevin Backwood in 12 minutes for Falcon Arrow. Honestly, brothers skip this match. Five out of ten. Uh, after the match, Homicide and Fish Brawl told David Finley came out and made a save. And then Homicide and David Finley shook. They started each other, but they shook hands after the match. And then the third and final, the main event, the strong upway title on the line, Fred Rosser. Uh, made his sixth title defense against J.R. Kratos. 18 minutes and 44 seconds via cross-face chicken wing. I give this match 7 out of 10. This is another match I would check out, uh, Sam. Okay. After the match, uh, Pierre Avalon, yes, Pierre Avalon, came down to the ring from the commentary booth, basically challenged him to a title match. Frosser accepts, and then they get into a big brawl, and then they close out strong with a locker room brawl. That's the way to close out the final, technically second to last strong of 2022, but this Saturday, they're doing a best of 2022 show. Okay. Is that where Peter Avalon is challenging for the title? No, they so they did uh, tapings at Nemesis. Okay, they did okay. at the beginning of December 11th, so they'll probably do it sometime in the new year. Okay, that's good to know. That's sorry, Peter. I like Peter Avalon. You know, the guy. Every time I watch him on being the elite or when he is on TV, I think he's great. I think he's an under, underutilized talent. But to hear that he's doing that over in for New Japan, that's super exciting, and I definitely want to see that when that happens. All right, Sam, take guess how many matches he had in New Japan Strong before he asked for the title match. Zero. Get going. One, you're so close. Two, he had he had two, and then challenge <laughs> that he he pulled a Logan Paul. <laughs> I mean, that's I guess that's all you need these days, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, I do like Pierre Avalon. He's like you say, he's great in the ring, and then but I mean, I think he should have got more wins first before going after the title. Well, I mean, Jared Christ, he got his title shot because Jay White a couple weeks ago beat him, beat Fred Rosser and Champ for a shit match, and then uh. He was going to go for the top, but he had the IWGP world title. And then uh, basically he owned Team Filthy uh, Favor, so he gave the title shot to J.L.S. Kratos. And I love J.L.S. Kratos. What a beast. What a beast. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, you, you, you've convinced me. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to take, take a look at all of this, you know, li- limited time before uh, the Tokyo dome event, but you know, I, y- y- nothing wrong with, you know, watching, watching all the great talent and matches that they have going on over there. Obviously I'm familiar with, you know, the big names, some of this newer up and coming talent. I'd like to be a little more familiar with and just enjoy it. Just enjoy it for what it is. Just incredible, incredible matches. Wrestle Kingdom 17. This is technically, if I'm not mistaken, the 31st event at the Tokyo Dome on January 4th. First one was what, 1992? January 4th, 1992 with WCW. This oh, is- that's about, that's a, I was born in 97, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, nope. This is, this is, I was, I was maybe eight months at that point, eight months old, you know. 1992, yeah, the same year Ric Flair won. Yep, 91 baby here. But like, man, Wrestle Kingdom 17, this card I'm actually super excited for. There's still a lot I don't know, but there's a lot around this card. I think it's, again, it's exciting. There are a lot of new things. New Japan's really trying to, I don't want to say hold their ground because they're they just they're a dominant force. They haven't really, you know, I don't, I don't want to say they haven't moved, but, you know, they have a solid foundation. And I think they're really trying to still get into the U.S. market um, using strong and whatnot. But uh, new titles, uh, we have new titles, a lot of, like we talked about, I'll bring up the Sasha Banks thing. She's going to be there, you know, suppo- you know supposedly. And what she does when she's there, I don't know. Does she get involved? Does she challenge for, she may not even be there. You know, I, I don't even know. Ethan, what's your thoughts on that? So I've been seeing the reports all, all over social media. I mean, it's hard not to see it on social media. But I, I I definitely believe she'll probably show up. It's just a matter of it's going to be, hmm, see, that's tough. We Right now, it's just rumors, but I think she'll show up. Okay. I think, I, th- I think she will. But, I mean, it's a wait and see. I mean, who knows? We don't know. Yeah. I, I, I You know, I'm going to treat this and um thinking about when CM Punk said he was going to, you know, they said CM Punk was going to AEW for me. I I told everyone, I'm like, look, I I'm not going to try to like not speculate too often, but like CM Punk, I was just like, until I see it, I won't believe it. I guess maybe that's where I'm at right now. Until I see that she is in Japan on the fourth, you know, skeptical. Sure. But you know, there's so much, you, you know how, you know how the internet is, you know how all of the, Everyone out there is, oh, so-and-so is going to be there. Well, they weren't there. Why weren't they there? You know, you, you know, it's the world we live in. It's the internet, my friend. Not Jan- right, it is. <laughs> <laughs> January 4th, we have 12 matches. Two of them are on the pre-show. We will be obviously talking about the later on in the month, we will be talking about the 21st, the second night for the Tokyo Dome. But let's, let's, let's focus here on these 12 matches. Again, like I said, you've been paying attention a lot more. So I'm kind of curious. Let's start with the pre-show. We got, correct me, Ethan, again. Uh, op- the, the first one we have, we have an exhibition between Roy Hay, Oiwa. Oiwa, and then Boylan Oileg. I think I'm saying that one wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll let you take the lead on that. Exhibition match. I'm assuming, I don't never heard of either of these names. I'm not sure if they're Young Lions or... Yep. So Ryan Iowa, sorry to cut you off there. Sam. Yeah. So he is a young. They're both young lines. Oleg just debuted. I'm trying to remember when. I think the beginning of the tag league or like close to the battle arm show. I might have to ask keeping a strong style guys. I can't fully remember, but it's a three minute exhibition between two young lines. Okay. Any thoughts on that one? Or you think this is just going to be you know it could be either or just to show off their talent. It it'll, it's just going to show off their talent. I, I it'll probably give Oleg the win, but I, it's just mostly just show their talent. Well, we'll hop over to the, what I think might be, I find this one fascinating ever since its inception, the new Japan Rambo to determine the inaugural provisional KOPW 2023 champion. And as of right now, and I don't know if they did this last year, Ethan, but they have no participants mentioned in this one. No. So the K, so the KOPW title basic. I'll just give you a little history on mm-hmm. it. So it was debut in 2020 during COVID. So what they do is they at the start, whoever's the winner gets a trophy, the professional, and then they do have one more match at the, in December. And whoever wins that match, like when is the final match, 
they are the official champion. So in the new year, it restarts. Yes. So, so what, so 2020 was Toriano, 2021 was Toriano again. This year was Shingo Takagi because he beat Taiji at uh tight just tap out 50th anniversary. So now it restarts. So the four winners will go to New Year's Dash to meet, see who'll be the, the first champion of 2023. Okay. And were there any specific rules with that title? I, I remember the whole, you know, the first person who wins it, they have the title and it's like a trophy. But then at the end of the year, the one who has it by the end of the year, they're the, the champion of that year. And then it restarts. Was there any particular rules or anything else with that? So it's a, so whoever holds it, it's a professional and it could change. It's so this year, instead of a trophy, it's a, it's a physical title. Oh, nice. So, so what happens is whoever is the professional champion. So, well, I'll just use Shingo because he's the current champ. So if he wins it, and basically they him and his challenger will pick two stipulations, and then they vote on social media, and whoever gets the most votes, that's the match. So Shingo can pick an Iron match, and I'll just say Tai Chi picks a like last man standing Iron Man hardcore match or whatever, and whoever gets the most votes, whoever had that stipulation, it goes to them, and then they have that match, and they keep going. And whoever is the champion at the end of the year, so whoever wins the final 2022 match, they're the official champion. Did it restart? Okay, that's good. That's good clarification on that. How many? How does the New Japan Rambo work? Is that just a battle royale? It's like the Royal Rumble. So, but we don't know the part. I mean, one one year they did 19, another year they did 20. Well, when they did the two nights, they go to the second up with this year where. Well, I mean, technically still two nights, but they'll go to New Year's Dash to see who's going to face be the new 2023 champion. That's what I should say there. So last year they did 19. That was Wrestle Kingdom 16. Wrestle Kingdom 21 in 2020. So they'll probably, I say between 15 and 20 at the most. But according to Wikipedia, they said 30. This is totally random. And this could be anybody. So we couldn't even, if we wanted to pick this, we wouldn't even, we'd be throwing a dry sponge to a wall. Yeah, it's probably just going to be people who, are, who aren't on actual Wrestle Kingdom cards. So Surprisingly, Shingo's not on there. So I'm, if I had to pick four, I'm going to go Shingo, Ishii, Yano, and I don't know Chase Owens. Okay, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you. Like it could be, it could really be anyone. Yeah, I couldn't even make a pick. But I I love. I don't know why, and I know they've added like they've had the Rumble, the Battle Royale, the Rumble for a while now. But I've always enjoyed the New Japan one at the beginning of uh, the Tokyo Dome. It's always fun, just a mix of people you know, you know, New Japan classic, New Japan current talent. Always a good way to start off the start off the night. Yeah, what now the issue with the borders open, we could get more people. Yeah, yeah. And we got a couple of forbidden doors open. Cause we have a we have a couple that are it's I think are fascinating and we need to point out. But let's get right into the main card. We have the Antonio Noki Memorial Six Man Tag Match between Yuji Nagata. Satoshi Kojima, Toji Maccabee taking on Tatsumi Fujinami, Minoru Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Yeah, so uh, Togi Makabe, that's how you say his name. Togi Makabe? Yeah. Okay. You're going to, sorry to say, I'm, I'm just a disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm just no. helping say it. No, 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 it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So going off going off of this match, um, what do you know? What's the what's the history here? Um, what are we expected to look forward to here? So, so as you know, Inoki passed away there October first of this year. Yep. And Antonio Inoki is like the founder of New Japan, so they're paying tribute to him for the six. And it's pretty much it's pretty much New Japan dads. You got Yuji Nagata. You got one half of the GC Tag Champs of Pro Wrestling. Noah Shidoshi Kojima, Togi Makabe, Murder Grandpa. Like I talked about earlier in the Tokyo Dome World Tokyo Dome shows, Suzuki, Tiger Mask, Fujinami, probably. Like Anoki's one of his opponents, it's it's pretty much New Japan dads going at it and paying tribute to Anoki, and then I, I I probably give it to Fujinami Suzuki and Tiger Mask. Awesome, cool. No, that'll again that'll be another fun one. I've noticed their talent. Who who I always admire the older New Japan talent or the Japanese talent because even when they look older, for some reason they're still. You know how some people, they just don't look great when they're older, but when Eddie Kingston wrestled, oh, who's the guy from All Japan? June Akiyama, there we go. Yeah, even though he was older and he looked a little stiff, he still looked like like it was a good stiff. Like, he, you know, still looked really great in the ring. All of these guys, I've seen 
a handful of them wrestle in recent years and they still look really good in the ring. And I'm expecting some kind of like retro pop for this, you know, just oh, yeah. the call of the old guards of excitement. Yeah, Yuji, Yuji Nagai, he's been going back to New Japan and all of Japan. Just, he, like I said, he's one half of the GT Tag Champs. He's actually got a show. He's got to defend the Jill's titles on the on New Year's Day, actually, against a fellow New Japan star, Kenta, team of Naomi Marifuji. Basically, he's defending tag titles at, that, on New Year's Day, so he's got a busy week. We got Suzuki, who's also wrestling at All Japan at New Year, January second. So two days before this show, he's wrestling at All Japan. Both shows of part of the New Year series. So Edgar Mass has been back and forth. He was just in the Super Junior Tag League. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I can't. I actually won these matches. I'm excited for. That's interesting. You mentioned Nagata going back and forth there with New Japan and All Japan. Do they have a little bit of a forbidden door themselves now? I uh, saw them are free agents, so I think that are uh, freelancer. Sorry, so Suzuki's a freelancer, yep. Kojima is a freelancer, Nagata's a freelancer. I think Tiger Mask is too. I'm not 100% sure on that one, but Tiger, but Tiger Mask was actually there for a while. He was actually their junior heavyweight champ before he came back to New Japan to do the tag league with Robbie Eagles, known as Flying Tigers. Okay, no, I've uh, that's another brand, and we can talk about that another day. Um, all Japan wanted to kind of check out in my free time because you know I've heard some wonderful things about them as well. Uh, moving forward, we have the tag team match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles, Catch Twenty Two taking on Leo. Is that how? Is that? Yeah. So the joke is because Leo Lio and then Yo. So YOH, that's a, they're so they're the super junior tag league winners, and then like you say, Cash Twenty Two are the running defend junior heavyweight tag team champions. This will, yeah, this is this is kind of cool, especially seeing uh TJP holding a tag title. I I remember when I got back into wrestling, back in oh man, I'm gonna date myself. Well, not really. 2016 when he was in the uh, cruiserweight classic, and to see him with the cruiserweight title, and he was great, as you know, under the uh, Vince McMahon error at that time the cruiserweights were they were just there so it's good to see him finally over in japan with a tag title yeah for, for, so they won him back in june on new japan they defeat the former champs wado and uh taguchi as well six or nine like i said uh leo rush and yo they were part of chaos they won the 2022 super junior tag leagues defeat ace austin chris bay bull club in the finals that that's a match I recommend going checking out. Yo has held the junior tag titles multiple times with Show before, like Show went to that crappy house of torture group. I don't I don't see them win the tag the junior tag titles. I actually would like to cash away to stay as champs. Get them 14, 15 minutes mat for 15, 14 or fifteen minutes of action. Perfect. Always great. Love when they kick off with the juniors for the on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I, I I like I like how I don't I don't know how you feel, Ethan, but when they come across, you know, in, in WWE and traditionally the lighter guys are the cruiserweights. They're the the word cruiserweight for me always sounds like oh they're just smaller guys, where they use the term junior heavyweight, so it doesn't sound it's it's a lot more appealing, and they have a great junior heavyweight division. Yeah, that it's been the best in the last few years because of COVID and stuff. I mean, couldn't get the boards open, so it's been the same guys there. But when I was on uh, Keeping a Strong Style, go check them out. They're a great podcast. Little shout-out little shout there and little plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when I was on the special guest, when I was when we were talking about Super Junior Tag League, like I was telling them, I was like, the last few years did Super Junior Tag League hasn't, like it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like all that great. But when they brought fresh, it was just a breath of fresh air because I mean, the borders were opening. We got fresher fate like Cash Twenty Two. We had mm-hmm. Rosh and Yo. We had Bay and Austin, Sane and Lindemann. I mean, I could just keep going. Like, get these guys 14, 15 minutes match would be a banger. Up next, this is this is exciting. It's going to be our first ever match for the IWGP Women's Championship in the Tokyo Dome at Wrestle Kingdom. Kyrie, also known as Kyrie Sane, when she was in WWE, taking on Ethan. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Tom Nakane, Nakano. Pam Nakano, you're so close, brother. So close, so close. So she's so what they're doing with the IW Women's Top, they're going back between them and uh, Stardom. Uh, Kari, like one, like found, like sisters of uh, Stardom, like favorite of the legends. Pam Nakano is currently one half of the goddess of Stardom as of right now because they got a title defense actually this on the 29th at their Dream Queendom show. I give, I've been giving the star now. Thanks, uh, Karen Pearson. Give you the shout out for that. Uh, 
but so basically Kari won the tournament. She defeated Mayu Itani at the finals at Historic Crossover. Excellent, excellent match that was. I can't wait for this is not a match I'm actually excited for. I think Kari's gonna retain. And then I think Sasha Banks gonna show up after the match. Or Mercedes, whoever she goes by now. Yeah, I'm I'm if that's what happens, I'm I'm super excited because I'll tell you when Kyrie was over in NXT, I loved when she was in the ring, not just her gimmick, but she was also very talented. And I personally think she has one of the best elbow drops in the industry. I absolutely agree. She's got she's got one of the best ones. Yeah. So this will I cannot wait for this. This will be a lot of fun. And again, we just continue with bangers. We have the IWGP tag titles on the line. FTR coming in and making their, I believe their Wrestle Kingdom debut yeah. against uh, Bishamon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi. Oh, for the prediction for the women's title, I say Kyrie retains. I, I think, think Kyrie's going to win that. Yeah, keep that. I think, so what, oh, before I move on top of the idea. So I think Kyrie's going to retain, I think Sasha will, or Mercedes, where she goes by now, will show up. I think they're going to set up for either a stardom match or their battle in the Valley show in February. So I, th- I think that's, it's going to be, it's going to happen. Yeah, but, no, I think it will. And if the IWGP tag team match, Bishamon, they they are two Tomwell Tag League winners. They just won it this year again for the site. They beat Ozzy Open. Everybody thought Ozzy Open was going to win after they had a banger of a match at Royal Quest back in October. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people who thought Ozzy Open was going to win, but I'm glad Bishamon won. I do like them as a team, giving out excellent World Tag League matches. But I think I think Bishamon wins the IWGP tag titles away from FTR. Yeah, I think they've had the they've had this run with the three titles for kind of like Kenny, you know, come it all comes to an end. Unfortunately, I think this is where they lose they lose, or maybe we see them a little more over in Japan, or maybe not. They do have the AAA title still. Yeah, so, so they yeah, so they're so they lost the Ring of Art tag titles in an excellent excellent double die color match with the Briscoes at final battle. Mm-hmm. They got a AAA tag title match on the twenty eighth against Dragon Lee and Teresco. So they'll probably drop them there. And then they got this time. So they won't be on Dynamite for the next two weeks. But I think they lose the IWGP tag titles here. They, I mean, they've been champs since Forbidden Door when they won them from United Empire. Only had about two or three successful title defenses. I think Bejamon takes them away from FTR. But I think this is, I got to say, I'm going to probably say it's a lot, but a lot of bangers on this card. Yeah. No, especially I'll tell you right now, I don't know if you listen to our uh, final Bedlam 2 show. I thought FTR and the Briscoes had the best uh, trilogy of matches, if not the best feud of the year. I just, there was not a bad match. Those, the three of those. And I don't know if you know, Scott, John, and I were in the building for the second one up in Lowell. It was, it, FTR can do no wrong. And I just want to, again, they might be losing the titles, but if they need a break and they'll, they'll come back fresh and, you know, ready to just kill. And I'm with you on that. I think Bishamon's going to take it from them. And the, um, like you said, like I agree with it. So, what I'm doing is, uh, I'll just give you an exclusive, Sam. So mm-hmm. I'm doing 500 matches of 2022. And mm-hmm. spoiler, FTR tag matches, there's a lot of them on there. The, all three Briscoe matches, the Aussie Open, Young Bucks, Dax mm-hmm. Harrow, Cash Wheeler faced off in the own cut qualifier. Well, I mean, Dax, give, give the man his flowers. He's just been, he's, I, if I had to pick MVP, He's at least top five. Yeah, it's hard to talk about the best wrestlers in the world right now without not nothing gets cash, but Dax is just he's a workhorse. Next up, we have um oh, I think another new title. You got the final for the inaugural world TV title. Zach Saber Jr. taking on Ren Narita. So they had 16 man tournament and then they do 15 minute time limits if they go to the time with Joe's what they did during the tournament, if they went to a 15 minute draw. They flip a coin. Whoever won the coin toss advances to the finals. So Zack Sabre Jr., he beat Alex in the first round, 14 minutes, 55 seconds. He beat David Finley, 13 minutes and three seconds. Semifinals, he beat Evil, 4 minutes, 48 seconds. Thank God. And then Renita, he beat Timoho Ishii in the first round. That was a banger of a match. 14 minutes, 33 seconds. He beat Toriano in the quarterfinals, 8 minutes, 47 seconds. Then in the semifinals at the last night of the bottom on tour, he beat Sanaa, 14 minutes, 30 that's how he got to the finals. This is another banger match that I'm excited. For. This whole card, Sam, is just I'm just excited. I mean, there might be one match I'm not particularly looking forward to, but we'll get to it. Tough choice. Ooh, the song of Strong Style, or we all everybody jokes calls Narita the Shabao Shabbat Jr. I like Sack Saber Jr. I'm surprised he hasn't had any singles titles. I, I think the Saber Jr.'s night. I think he takes the title. 
yeah, I mean, at this point, for me, Zach, uh, he's synonymous with the company right now, and he doesn't need a title, but if it gives him a shot to be a first champion, he, he needs it through and through. Yeah, he like he held a New Japan Cup twice. He won it this year in 2017. He's held the WWE titles multiple times with Taiji. I mean, he challenged for the world title a couple of times. He came close in the G1. Like he didn't win the block, but he, he came close. I think I think he he deserves it. If I if I get it wrong, honestly, I would not be mad. This is one of the predictions. One of these matches, I had a hard time picking who's going to walk out. But I think if I had to choose, I think it's going to be Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm with you there. The next one, this is this is one where I don't even know where to start. The Never Open Championship. Tom Tama Tonga is taking on the defending champion Carl Anderson. Now I have been in and out of watching WWE recently, but this one is interesting because yeah, he is they are signed to WWE right now. So they, not, oh go ahead, sir. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're currently signed to WWE. And they're on this card. Him and Gallows. Yeah, so when they came back in Japan, they, uh, as you've seen, you've probably seen the reports back, I guess they had this talk back in August before they went back that they wanted to do a singles match at the Tokyo Dome. And remember when I said there, there was a match I'm not looking forward to? Yeah. This, this this is the one. Any particular reason? Just out of curiosity. It's Carl Anderson. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, okay, I get... I, I mean, he's not bad, but I don't know. I'm just not looking forward to this. If I had to choose one, like, I'm not, this is one. But, like, uh, he had that horrible match with Tanahashi back in May. When And then the match where he had with Tonga the first, when he won the title, wasn't too, too bad. The one with Hekalu at the finals of the World Title Super Junior take that. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah, I can, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone has their own opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated because... This is the first time, I wouldn't say in history, but this is, I mean, you have WWE contracted and AEW contracted talent on this card. Something that couldn't happen over here in the States or probably not even in Canada, honestly. But I'm not sure how much longer this is going to last because they're signed with WWE. So... I would assume that he's dropping the belt to Tama Tonga. Yeah, I say he drops it because, uh, well, he was supposed to originally defend it against Hegelio back at the Battle on tour, but he had to go to Crown Jewel. Yep. There. So that's why they pushed it back a month. But they, but uh, you've probably seen the reports of him talking about how he was supposed to, he wanted to sing Smash Tokyo Dome. So we got it. I think Tama Tonga, I think he drops it. Tama. Tongo will take the top. I mean, when Tongo won the, the first time from Evil, he didn't even get that long. He didn't even get a successful title defense. He lost it pretty much immediately. Tama Tongo, when I first seen him, I wasn't a big fan of him, but I mean, he grew on me in the last couple of years. Like, I became a big fan of his work. I multiple time IWGP tag champ, world tag league winner. I mean, he's done it all in the tag division. He needs to stay in singles for a bit. He held the never wait title, like I said, but oh. Should have held it longer, but I think he takes it here. Get his big Russell Kingdom moment. Yeah, no, that would make sense. That that would make sense. And I love Tama. I love Tama Tonga. I think he's, you know, great in-ring talent, great on-the-mic talent. Uh, he can start moving his way up the card now since, and I'm, since he's not in the Bullet Club anymore. No, he got kicked out of the Bullet Club and yep. back in, at Impact there. Yeah, so it's been it's been a bit. I think he would be uh, cool to start seeing him make it with the card as a solo uh, wrestler, if not with um, Tongaloa, which I don't see on the card either. But I mean, I mean, he's it's, he's still out with an injury. Okay, okay, that's that's good to know. Up next, we have um, the six man tag team match. It's for Kenji Muto's la- Muto's last matches. Kenji Muto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Shota Umino. Amino. Umino. Umino. Okay. Take it on LIJ, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Well, at least they're not. In the, so we didn't know the, 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 that story where with Naito and where they didn't know make his final push to get the Wrestle Kingdom. You know, he was going to be on there. Uh, so he went to World Tag League with Sonata. He got, they got 12 points. 
didn't make. I'm, honestly, I, I, if they won World Tag, I think that I would. I <clears throat> I couldn't see him in the tag title division. They are. He already held them a couple times. But when I seen this, I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, we're cooking here. Good match. Kujimoto, like you said, last New Japan match. He already. He's got a, his retirement tour right now. Him and well, it is Alter Eagle, Great Muda. Muda had his last New Japan match back in November at a uh, History of Crossover. Then he's got a couple more shows. He's got Muda's got his show with Nakamura and Noah on New Year's Day. Then he's team over Sting and Darby Allen in Tokyo Dome in February. So he's going to be right back at Tokyo Dome a month later. Now he's teaming up with the Ace Hiroshi and Shima Umino. You got three generations. It, I, I think this could be a good match. I'm going to go with Muto, Tanahashi, and Umino winning. I think Bushi is the pin eater. Yeah, from what you told me, it almost sounds like Muto can win. I've, I would go... I would go in the traditional sense that he would lose, but more recently, depending on their status, uh, wrestling legends seem to be get certain wrestling legends are getting the honor of going out, not on their back. So um, I can see Muto absolutely walking away with a W at the end of his career. Yeah. If, if they, if Alajai does win, I don't see Muto taking a, if, if I had to pick, I say either Mudo or Shota Umino that's going to get pinned. But I think it's I think Mudo will get his win, last New Japan win. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So next up, we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Taji Ishimori taking on El Desperado, Hiromu Takahashi, and Master Wado. So our rare fatal four-way for the Junior Heavyweight title. We got Ishimori making his first title defense in, like, forever. El Desperado, I'm just going to pull John trying to give all the stats here. So, multiple-time junior weight champ, tag champ, super junior tag league winner. He's done it all, except for one best super juniors. As for, like I was saying earlier about Tom, I wasn't a big fan of Desperado when he first came to New Japan. I've been watching since uh, 2010. Yep. Wasn't a big fan when he first came out, but he grew him over the last few years. Like, he's, he's just giving out bangers after banger matches, like the match with Moxie back in July, and that Hardcore match, uh, all of his best of super junior finals or her matches with Hiromu, Robbie Eagles, ELP. Well, I mean, I could just go on and on. Hiromu is pretty much the junior ace of the junior division. I mean, he's held he won best super juniors four times, three times, three years back to back. Master Wado, he's only in here because Kushida got mouth, hand, and foot disease. And then pretty much this whole match started, got set up where he. Wado beat Ishimori at Decoration Power in October. Challenge for the match. Jasper and Hiromu came out. Ishimori accepted it. As like I said, they're in the Tokyo Dome. They've been pretty much promoting these matches. Doing previews like the four-way tag. I don't see Ishimori lose. I could see him losing, but I don't think he takes the pin. I think it'd be Wado. So if I, I go probably Desper. I hope Desper wins, but I would not be surprised if Hiromu gets the win. I don't see Wado winning. If this is his first title defense, like you said, very rarely I've noted, and I'm going to tell you my, you know, my trends and what I know with the little time I've been able to watch New Japan recently. New Japan, I don't see them having short championship runs often. Like they're very rare that they're under. I don't know how long he's had this title for. A month. I love it. Oh no, this this is a sec, uh, second or third title defense. Let me see when he won it. So he won it back at Wrestling Dog Taku back in May. He beat Ashley Weatherman in the match out Desperado, and he made Moshi win the Best Super Juniors when they do it in May and June. Okay. Like, so whoever wins gets a title match at Dominion, but they didn't do it this year. They did it on a New Japan Road show before Dominion, which was actually kind of shocking. But they had a great match. So I. This is a second or third. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I'm not that great at stats. Chris Sam says pretty good at that stuff. No, that's fine. I'm just trying to wait a minute. Actually, I'm using the very reliable our cage match. <laughs> uh, I, well, actually, I was on Wikipedia. <laughs> so I'm just looking at, uh, at Wikipedia here, and it looks like he's had the title yet May 1st, 22, Russell and Don Taco. Uh, this is his second, it looks like, his second title defense. Yep, second. Okay, so, so but right right now, as of right now, as of Christmas Eve, they haven't updated the date yet. He's number nine for uh, most junior heavyweight title combined days. He's at 458 on his third reign. I'll just give you a quick list of 
the ones above him. So number eight, Hiromu Takahashi, four reigns, eight combined defenses, 519 days. Kushida, who's technically supposed to be in this match when he came back back in June, but because of the disease, Mulatto basically took a spot. Yep. He had six reigns, eight combined defenses, and 684-day combined days. Number six was Shiro Kushinagawa. I'm probably butchering that. <laughs> Three reigns, nine combined defenses, 702 days combined. Tiger Mass, number five, we're talking about earlier. He had six reigns, 12 combined defenses, 858. Kuji Kanemano was number four. He had five reigns, 14 combined defenses, and 954. Number three, Manaru Tanaka, or not also known as Heat slash Manaru. He had four number of reigns, combined defenses, 20, almost 1,000 days, 998. Number two, Prince Devitt, or as we know now in WWE, Finn Balor. Three defenses, or sorry, three reigns, combined defenses, 15. Combined days, Sam, 1,010 days. Number one, Jushin Thunder Liger, reigns 11, combined defense 31 days, combined days 2,245. So I think maybe Ishimori might try to, they might try to push him past Hiromu's defenses, like try to get up to the top five maybe, but I think Desperado takes it. If not, it's not, if it's not Desperado, it's Hiromu, I think takes the junior title. I don't know. I This one, again, I, I would definitely need to go and watch and I might have a better opinion. I could see Ishimori Retaining it, retaining it here, since I think there'll be a couple of the other title changes. But you know that logic never works. I'm always like, ah, oh, maybe there'll be some, maybe there'll be none, or some half the time. Yeah, you know they're all over the place. I like when I can't predict it. I really do. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if uh, he retains either. I, I don't see what if he does lose the title. I don't see him getting the pin. I think he, I think they'll protect him and try to keep him strong. Like no pun intended, strong. They'll probably, uh, he probably won't take the fall. Like I said, he'll. It'll probably be Wado or even Hiromu, but uh, this one, th- this is going to be a barn burner. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I totally forgot they don't have the IC title anymore. I was I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, oh, nope, never mind. No, nope. no, why we don't. Uh, Will Ospreay defending the U.S. heavyweight title against Kenny Omega. This one, this one kind of shocked me a little bit when I saw the announcement and I saw his video. I was just like, wait a minute. Kenny, Kenny's going back. Kenny's going back for this, uh, for this title. Well, at least to wrestle. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to drop an F bomb here and say, let's fucking go. I know. I know this is going to (sighs) be, I think I knew Will Ospreay before I knew Kenny Omega, like Will Ospreay. He just had a, he just had a name for himself. Obviously Kenny's, you know, Kenny Omega, but Will Ospreay, he's not a slouch. People need to, you can't, he's so good. He's so good. And Kenny's so good, especially after coming back from all of his injuries. I thought he should have been out a few months more, but he looks great in the ring. He's still, he's, he's Kenny. I don't know. I really don't know because Kenny, I could see will keeping the title. And again, I'm not going to be mad either way where this goes. I could see will keeping it, but also, Kenny was the man who took the AEW championship over to Impact. Yeah. So, oh, this, this is all the twelve matches. This is the hardest one. So Osprey's, I think this is his second reign. I'm gonna look this up. So the title was introduced 2017. Omega was the first champ. He beat uh, Ishii at the finals in 2017. He had it for 210 days. Made five successful titles for dropping to Jay White, who we'll be talking about in a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Osprey, this is his first reign. He has four combined defenses, 194 days. He's he's just a walking five star person or five star banging match. When I seen Omega came up at her shirt that video, I was like, "Let's effing go!" Yeah. Ten stars, ten stars. It's it's I I don't even know, Ethan. I don't even know. I'm gonna say, for argument's sake, in the potential dream matches that'll happen, I will say Kenny will win this. Is that oh. is that a fact? No, but I'm not going to be mad if he loses. It's an opportunity for Kane to go over there and wrestle in Japan, and you know, really get people excited for the you know the Tokyo Dome. So if he loses, it's cool. Kenny Omega was back in 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 Tokyo. However, if he wins, the things that'll happen, the forbidden door that's going to grow here, I, I don't even know. I'll go Kenny for the for the sake of argument. 
especially since I was calling for Omega Okada five during just before, like I was just not now, but like I know because he's in AEW and Okada's in New Japan, you know what's going to happen at some point if they do another Forbidden Door pay per view. You can't not have five. Oh, oh they they gotta go to five. So, two of my top favorite wrestlers right now in the world. Uh, Osprey, like I said, just giving out five star matches every time he gets in the ring. I mean, look at all the matches he had this year Orange Cassidy and Forbidden Door, Shudo Umino, is there a crossover? I mean, we got a little, little tease between them two in the trail style tournament where DOE beat the United Empire, banger of a match. Osprey wanted Omega one on one, so we got the seats planted there back on Dynamite, and then then we finally got the Omega. I actually wasn't expecting it. I I don't watch the New Japan stuff live. I wait till later in the day. Yeah, but I seen that. I I marked it. I don't mark it too. I don't get shocked too much. But that that threw me off guard. This is Omega's first New Japan match since actually speaking of since for double wrestling. This for wrestling in 2018 when he lost the IWGP title heavyweight title to Hiroshi Tanahashi. So it's first one in four years. I've, I've been following Omega's work since DDT. I mean, holy holy fuck. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm. This is gonna be good. I I'm excited, and Don Callis is gonna be with him. So, you know, it's, it's it'll be great. I, dude, it's like Christmas all over again. But in Tokyo, take my, on take the fourth, my money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So last but not least, we have. Oh, sorry. Have, before before you get to yeah. the title, I to make. Oh, do I go with a fellow Canadian or do I go with Osprey? Oh, ooh, hmm. ooh that's tough. I, huh? I do agree with you there. I won't be mad if either of them lose this is gonna be i it's not even 2023 i'm probably gonna have this on my match my top 500 matches for next year yes sam i watch a lot of wrestling uh <laughs> so well speaking of I'll this so i do top five match 2022 osprey's on there a lot omega's on there a lot i'm not gonna give you my number one yet because i'm still trying to figure that out you know what i'm gonna go osprey Ooh, ooh, we're gonna go conflict in here. I like that. I like conflict when it comes to this kind of stuff. But again, this will be this will be a great one. This could be the match of the night, but all of them could be match of the night. Before we get to the title match, Sam, here's a hot take. This should yeah. have been the main event, not the IWGB World Title. I like Okada and White, but get can we switch these? Gato, come on, brother, switch. Mm, that's that's an interesting. That's that's interesting. That's an interesting take right there, Ethan. Why would just just out of curiosity? Not now. We're gonna talk about the main event, and I've always kind. In certain occasions, I've always thought the main title should be the main event. However, there are cases where it will, it you know, it's not gonna happen because, or it shouldn't be the magnitude of other matches. I.e., for example, I think one of the biggest booking fuck ups in wrestling was booking maybe Jericho and Triple H after The Rock and Hogan. The Rock yes. and Hogan, the energy in that building. Like you, how do you not that the not that Triple H and you know Jericho had a bad match after that, but you knew the magnitude there. So I understand that, but I'm kind of curious. I want to know a little more feedback on what about this match you think is gonna would it will outdo the main event currently? Osprey and Omega. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. But but not well. That's one. But also. I, like I get you want to maybe with the biggest title in New Japan history. Like I I get that. Like that the IWGP World Title is the biggest title in. It's like their WWE title, but that's not WWE. But I'm just using an example. But I mean, you got Osprey, who's who went to war with Okada this year for the IWGP World Title after Okada beat Shingo on night one. Osprey can main event. When I seen Osprey and Omega. What I, I, this is the match out of the 12 matches. This is like number one match I've been waiting for. I, this is the dream match I've been waiting since June. I've been waiting patiently. I think they were supposed to, they were teasing them for Boone Door, but Omega was injured. No, I just, I, I wanted your take on that. You know, I know a lot of people with stuff like this, they're like, oh, I just, you know, I think this would be a better main event. I'm like, okay. But if you were to put it against the title, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know what? If this, if this for whatever reason became the main event, I would, again, I would not be mad. This would this would rock the the, the roof off that building, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and this is a cheering show. We're not doing claps, but I mean, it's Omega's first match in New Japan in four years. Osprey, like I said, has already made the but these two, the 
one of the big two biggest stars outside of WWE. Omega's the vice president, or yeah, EVP of AEW. We'll, I'm not gonna get into the brawl brawl out, but Omega's pretty much held every j- title in New Japan. He could become a two time champ. But I mean, you got Osprey who's who's been given five star matches. I get Okada won the G one, but we've seen in past times where Wrestle Kingdom they had G one winners go semi main event. We've seen it a couple of years ago. We also seen it a long time. I can't remember last time. G1, I think it was 27, 16, not 17. That was only first time. But I could see, I get that you could put the world title as your like final match. The G1 yep. winner Okada won. He beat Osprey to win the tournament. Banger of a match. I totally, I get you got to put the major title ahead of a mid-card title. But I think Osprey has actually put that past and never overweight title. It's made event a bunch of shows before. It's been semi-main again, but this is like one of the biggest matches New Japan has done. We thought Naito was going to, I thought Naito was going to be part of this a couple months ago, but they did the matches at G1. Everybody was shocked by that. They're like, wait a minute, well, should this be a Wrestle Kingdom match? As you see in G1, they went to four blocks this year, so they did semifinals. And it, I didn't even expect Omega to come back to New Japan until I seen the video of him popping up. I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Take my money. Take my money. But if I get a pick, I got to go with Osprey retaining. Okay. Awesome. I like, I like that. I like that feedback, Ethan. That's very, very in, informative and it's great. That's why, that's why we're talking. That's why you and I are talking in New Japan right now. Going to hop over to the main event. The IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Jay White taking on Kazuchika Okada. I know, I know a little bit here because the couple of times Jay White has been on TV in the States for AEW, the thing that had come up once or twice, and I think I had seen a couple of New Japan promos like this. Jay White said he is, I think, what, one in three in singles matches against Okada? I know it's a losing record. This is the, it, it's the fourth match. Yeah, White's beat him two or three times. Yeah, I think this is the fourth time. I know, I know the more than once. I know that. Because the only time Okada beat him was at the G1 Supercard at, um, 2019. That was, yeah, this is the fourth time. So White beat him a few times. Okada's only win came in 2019. Honestly, this here's another hot take, Sam. That's this future's been cold because Jay White's been barely in Japan the last few months. I mean, besides World Tag League Finals, but I mean, it's just most of Okada's preview matches have been against either other Bullet Club members or, I mean, like I said, in the Road Tokyo Dome results, he fought I- Ishimori Fantasmo and Ghetto. Yep. His former manager. Like, why are you, why, I mean, Jay, I get you want to spend Christmas, like, I know, but I totally get that, but you're promoting, this is supposed to be your biggest show, this is a WrestleMania of New Japan. I, I love when they do it on January 4th, don't get me wrong, but oh, this future is cold. Like, Okada is, a, four times he won the G1, 2012, 14, 21, 22. He beat, like I said, with the Osprey Omega, he beat Osprey to get to the, and technically you were supposed to defend the contract on the road to Tokyo on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But as you know, Jonah, who went back to WWE, Bronson Reed, beat him. They're technically should get a shot, but Okada, no, I'm not defending that. I'm not defending my briefcase. Like, I I got, I got my shot. Okada's the, maybe, probably the number one person to come besides Tanahashi and Naito. Top five main event players. I love Jay White. Don't get me wrong. Jay White, bulk up, too sweet. This is a... Second reign is the IWGP World of a Champion, but this, it's just cold. Like on that's why I said Osprey Omega should be the main event. I feel like they built more to that than the world title match. Like I get, like I said, with the when we're talking about the U.S. title match, I get it's the world title. It's the biggest title in New Japan. But I think this is the rare occasion where we should get the U.S. title as the main event, and then put the G1 winner at match eleven. But I get you got to promote it. You already had the posters of your promote as the main event. I do see Okada winning because Jay White's been barely in Japan over the last couple months. Because he he beat Okada to win the world title at Dominion. He Jay White only had two title defenses. This is his third, I believe. She did a little more research. <laughs> no, that's fine. You know, that's that's good information. I like that. Yeah, this um, is his second. So he had two offense already. This is his third. I think he loses at number three. I think Okada takes it. I think Okada's. I think Okada's getting the title. 
just going off of the little stat I know the you know the one and three there I think he's taking it and I hope he does I'm excited I I to me Okada I mean we talk Kenny we talk Kenny a lot but we also when we talk about what has changed the wrestling landscape you know the other half of that was Okada in you know the legendary Wrestle Kingdom I'm I'm excited I just I'm excited for this card as a whole no, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Like all the matches they had, I've been excellent. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but it's just cold. Like they barely t- to face each other, or they they had a lot of preview tag match. I mean, it, would a match be excellent? I hope so. I hope so. But I mean, I don't want to say, oh yeah, this is gonna be a great match, and then they flush. It goes to shits. Yeah, I hope not. Okada rarely ever does that. I'm probably gonna get people be like, "Oh, why? Why are you saying the U.S. title should be the main event?" No, no, you you made a good point. Like I said, not there are definitely some cases where it should be. Yeah, Okada has the title. World title. I mean, does he technically need it? No, he could be fine without the title because he's he's never had any other title besides the world title. He's won New Japan Cups. He's won New Japan. I'm sorry, won the G1 four times. He's almost at that record where he ties with Chono for the most G1 records. He needs one more to tie with him and two more to beat him for the most G1s. I can see White retaining. Give him that 4-1. But you probably, you Okada, like I said before, Okada's the biggest star in New Japan. Besides Hiroshi, Naji, Naito. Put Shingo up there. Mm-hmm. Okada this year beat Shingo. I do like Okada, but I think Shingo should have retained. But I get why they put the title on Okada. Because, like I said, he's the biggest star in New Japan. He sells tickets. Jay White is great in the ring. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be an a-hole. I'm not trying to play down on this match. It sounds like I am, but I'm not trying to be. But I'm just being honest. Because, Sam, let's be honest here. Like, we all we've all said, oh, this match is going to kick ass. And then it flushed down the toilet. I said that when Karma's, like, I'll go back to the number one match for a sec. When Anderson fought Tanahashi, you know Tanahashi gives five-star matches. Yep. That match fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like Anderson just, just gave up. And now Anderson, it's a love hate. I know. I'm I'm trying, I'm not trying to trash you. Again, you're a good brother when mostly Okada gives good matches. Great. Sorry, not good. Great to excellent matches. Like this year, what I said before, this year's WrestleCade, he beat Shingo to win the title, then he beat Osprey. Now he's going to another Wrestle Kingdom main event. This is his, let me see how many Wrestle Kingdom main events. This is his ninth Wrestle Kingdom main event. All those ones from 2013 on. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I skipped 2013. Like 10 main events now. Basically, he's like main event Wrestle Kingdoms a lot. Now he's had excellent main events with Tanahashi and Abushi and Naito and. The only match I wasn't a big fan was when they did third night with Pro Wrestling Noah, Mudo, and Kiyomoto, who was the GC Heavyweight Champion at the time. I get you got to push tickets and tickets and tickets. Yes, I get that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I mean, I'm my business person. Oh God, no. But they're back at Yokohama Arena. It's just a wonder if they put the title on Okada, where they sell more tickets to fill the Yokohama Arena. I mean, I heard rumors they're either going to do another show with Noah or do. I mean, we got a lot of EW guys here. We got Omega trying for the U.S. title. We got FTR defending the tag title, the IWGB tag titles. Darby Allen's coming to Japan in February for Muda's last match with Sting. Yep. So do we do a Forbidden Do 2 in Japan? That's the main question. Did they just use the Wrestle Kingdom name for that? We don't know. The reason why I say Okada, because, I mean, he probably sells more tickets than Jay White. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Jay White. He's been great in the ring. Love his heel work and everything, but I don't think he's walking down Tokyo Dome as the world champ. I think Okada wins it for like the third time. Yeah, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna keep saying this. This is how I'm gonna tie on. This should have been the semi-main event. The U.S. title match should have been the main event. No, I, I know, I know where you're coming from, and it makes a lot of sense. I think again, great card. It'll be a good night. Obviously, you're on Twitter. You talk to us a lot on Twitter, myself and Scott. Yeah, tell tell everyone how we can find you online. They want to follow you. So you can follow me on Twitter at wrestling underscore fan underscore nine. You can follow me on my rest. I, so I do three websites. I do wrestling with Ethan dot WordPress, wire review, WWE, AW, new Japan, all Japan, dragon gate, stardom, multiple wrestling. You can follow me on PW mania. Like same thing. I do WWE, 
AEW Dark and Dark Elevation, Stardom Results, All Japan Results, Dragon Gate Results. I just I I give it a and then follow me on Pro Wrestling Post where I do NWA reviews and Impact reviews and MLW. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter mostly. I'm pretty active as like Sam said, I talk to them all the time, give them the new Japan results for them. Heavily appreciate it. Ethan. I'm so glad you got to be on it with me. We're obviously going to talk when the post show happens. But guys, if you don't already do so, please make sure you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find myself. Uh, Scott and John the Statman on Twitter as well. We are on all streaming platforms. If you can't find us, please let us know. We'll put ourselves on there on that streaming platform. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, tell people why Ship It Studios and Above the Ring is the wrestling podcast of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Ethan, again, thank you so much. Everyone else, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.